Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Morning, Wednesday morning. There's Aha Take on me, an absolute classic kicking us off this morning. Hope everybody is well today. You can get in touch with us, as you know, 086-1800-658 on WhatsApp and text. We love to hear from you. And we're straight down to business this morning because I'm seeing shocking statistics about the people that are living with diabetes in Ireland. 200,000 people living with type 2 diabetes in Ireland. Uh, the International Diabetes Federation uh, estimates that there'll be 2030, by that by, sorry, 2030, there'll be 278,850 people living with this in Ireland and And this is on the increase. Now, a new awareness campaign aimed at preventing the increase of type 2 diabetes has been launched and uh, more needs to be done to raise awareness of how prevalent type 2 2 diabetes is and what we can do to prevent it. Joining me now to tell us more about it is Dr. Dara O'Neill. He's a GP from Clon Medical in Drogheda. How are we doing, Dara? Good, good. Good morning. Listen, it's great to have you on. And, you know, when I see statistics like this, and I know there's a lot of statistics, but 200,000 people, you know, with type 2 diabetes, I can't speak this morning. I can't speak. I can't say type 2 diabetes. Uh, This is quite a high statistic. You know, uh, do we know why this this figure is so high? Well, um, thank you for having me on the show and and, and talking about this very important topic. When when you talk about 200,000 people, it's around 225,000, we think, at the moment, which is about 6% of the Irish population. So in a slightly different perspective, that means one in every 16 people has diabetes type 2, which is a little bit more frightening. So if you think of the last 16 people that you met, one of them may well have had it, you know. So our difficulty that we find is that the mean or the average time between symptoms starting and it being picked up as anything from three to seven years so it's working away in the background constantly and um, a lot of the time it's got to do with diet Mm. lack of exercise incorrect food um, and some people have type 1 diabetes which is uh, the type that we used to call insulin Mm -hmm. Uh, dependent diabetic was not called that anymore type 1 diabetics tend to be um, the younger age group and that tends to be a more acute onset where you become quite unwell quite quickly and that's where you need to be hospitalized type 2 diabetes is where you're born with a certain amount of insulin um, and you use it up before your time um, and therefore you're going to need to do something to try and manage it better be that exercise be it weight loss more frequently it's medications and medications have got a lot better in the years gone by so when people in the past heard about diabetes all they thought about so my uncle lost his leg or my yeah. my auntie went blind but with early intervention early management 
um, we can prevent all of those uh, long-term effects before they get um, established in, in the individuals. Now, you're mentioning a couple of things there. Uh, you mentioned the, the two different types. Um, is type 1 diabetes kind of, I suppose, this is something that somebody's born with, not necessarily their fault if they get it? Would I be right in saying that? Uh, being born with diabetes is highly unusual. Okay. Uh, you develop diabetes in childhood uh, when somebody depends, and there can be a familial history de- de- definitely with type 1 diabetic. Uh, they require insulin from day one, so they have an absence of insulin, whereas uh, you or I have a certain amount we were born with, and because we ate different or wrong foods and didn't exercise enough, we just used it up quicker than we should have. Okay. And in terms of the type 2, you know, how serious is this? Because this can cause kind of all sorts of problems down the line in terms of other health issues, yes? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, the numbers are rising, rising, rising because we're eating different foods, uh, not exercising as much. You know, uh, people use cars to go to the shop to get the paper now or milk and instead of walking to get it. And uh, the difficulty with diabetes is is its slow onset and it's working away in the background and before it shows itself, it has a lot of the building bridges for damage done. And the damage we're talking about is uh, damage to your heart and blood vessels, increasing your risk of stroke or a heart attack. And nerve damage such as neuropathy, people may have heard of neuropathies, it's nerve pain, which is possibly the worst type of pain, although no pain is easy. Mm. Um, but it's constant toothache type pain in your peripheral limbs, in your toes, in your feet, in your hands that some diabetic get from poor control. Kidneys can be damaged, eye damage. Now we've got a, a great uh, national screening process, um, that uh, retinal screening um, f- photography that takes place for every diabetic is registered on this system and it's uh, been it's nationally rolled out and it's free to every diabetic. Also worth noting, by the way, is that uh, medications for diabetic mm. is also free on the long-term illness card. So getting treated for it is is uh, important because it's also budget neutral because it's quite an expensive thing with all these complications going on. Other things like infections, hearing difficulties, uh, skin conditions, sleep apnea is associated with diabetes, as is the earlier onset of Alzheimer's disease. So. I mean, it's not a very pleasant thing if it's not managed. No, it's really not. And and what about early signs? Are there very early signs that we might be able to detect so that we can kind of take action? As you mentioned there, you know, getting that early prevention is is so vital on on this. So if you were to look at uh, at people, the the majority of people that you would think about have have a higher BMI. So a BMI is your body mass index, which is it's a calculation of your height and your weight relative to each other. Uh, And normal body mass index or BMI is between um, 18 and 25 um, and above 30 is obese um, and above 35 is very obese and above 40 is morbidly obese. So anybody above 30 is running a higher risk of getting it and between 25 and, and 30 you also have a risk to get it but you have an opportunity to address it beforehand. So the main ones would be lack of exercise, uh, increased weight, Family history, unfortunately, you can't change, but you should be aware if there is a uh, history of diabetes in your family, you should uh, keep it in mind. The most recent man that I had diagnosed with was as uh, slim as your, as your finger. OK, because uh, I, I was actually going to ask you that. That was my next point, because um, I do know somebody that's quite slim that got it. So um, it's not just people that are very obese. People that are yeah. thin can get this as well. Yes. Yeah. So this the last man that I'm, I'm thinking of. He was as slim as your finger. But he noticed that uh, when he was cleaning out his van, 
recently that he he threw out 27 wrappers from Mars bars. Oh, wow. Okay. So he, he, his body was telling him he needed more sugar because he was getting rid of it. Uh, and that's what happens with it. Is, is you're constantly looking for more and more sugar. Your body can't handle it when it gets it and you just pee it out. So the commonest uh, presentation to us would be with recurring uh, trush that people would get or with uh, lack of energy or tiredness. Now, there's many reasons for people being tired. Mm. Um, or having lack of energy. But thirst is one that we look for. And constantly people going to the toilet are feeling that they're going a lot more than they did and thirsty. Um, sudden weight loss or weight loss that isn't intentional. We look yeah. at that as well. Um, some people complain of blurring of the vision that they find that their eyesight just isn't good enough at the, at the moment. Or that they're getting infection after infection after infection for no reason, such as skin infections or bladder infections. Because there's so much sugar in the urine, bugs love sugar and they grow in that environment. So it is something that doctors can easily screen from. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a urine test or a blood test can do it for you. Urine will pick up sugar that you're passing it through and a blood test will, will um, pick up the levels in, in your system. Okay, so simple there. Quite and, uh, an easy test, yeah. yeah, quite easy. I'm getting just a question for you, if you don't mind, uh, Dara. And actually, this is something I, I should know myself as well. How do you work out your BMI? This is John in Drada looking for a bit more information on that one. So, so it's a formula um, that goes through. And if you were to ask me, it's kilograms per meter squared or something multiplied by. The easiest way is on the internet. You just put in BMI yep. and it gives you uh, it, it's a calculation that, that you, it goes through. Um being tall uh, and broad doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be your BMI is going to be within it, but it's the best calculation that we have. So saying to somebody, "Oh, because you're six foot, you should be uh, 74 kilos," is not accurate for everybody because of muscle mass and that. Okay, uh, so it depends. Shorter. But uh, generally, that uh, if you go on, on online and put in BMI and you put in your height and you put in your weight, it will work out your BMI. And we're aiming for somebody to have a BMI less than 25. Less than 25. Okay, and in terms of, you know, because we're, we're, we're talking about statistics here, the amount of people in the country living with this at the moment. Uh, you, as a doctor, are you seeing a lot of patients with this? More and more patients with it. I mean, if mm. we're looking at um, it rising, if I had been smart with my pension when I was young, I would have invested in diabetic medication because it has gone through the roof to use. Right. You would have got your return. Yeah. So if we're looking at going from 225 uh, thousand with it in 2021 up to uh, to the uh, 280 odd thousand with it in 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 uh, set nine years time, you're looking at going from one and sixteen to one and thirteen. Okay, it's not. We can't ignore this definitely. And um, in terms of you know, say for example, you see somebody that has the potential to develop type two diabetes. They make changes in the exercise and the diet. Have can you see this? Is that immediately you know an effect that it it can kind of be prevented? So. our first approach always will be to try and, and, and get people to change things without medica- medical involvement. Mm-hmm. So you've got, you've got several different ways of diagnosing it uh, or reference ranges that we got. But there is a pre-diabetic state, which is the real warning sign. And um, when a doctor tests your blood for diabetes, they look at something called HbA1c, which is the amount of sugar that binds to the transport module or molecule in your blood moving around. So that's how your energy gets around. And the higher that number, so if you have a, a HbA1c of 40, you're fine. But at 42, you're saying to somebody, 
you're heading towards uh, having too much glucose. 48 is diagnostic for being uh, a diabetic. So you get warning signs. And generally, if people can make changes in their diet, reduce their sugar intake, reduce their processed sugar, reduce the foods that create the carbohydrates that come in, that create the, the sugar within their system as it's digested. And if they can get exercise into their normal daily routine, they'll re- reduce the need for intervention with medication until a later and later stage and reduce the damage that's been done by the foundation of um, uh, sugar being deposited in their eyes, their nerves, in their blood vessels, in their kidneys and all the complications that come later on. Okay. I often think of it if, if, you, if you fill your car with petrol mm. and, you don't, and you don't drive it, well, then you don't need to put any more petrol in. So if you eat a meal, you need to get up and burn it off and then you can eat again. So that's what people need to do is keep exercising to ma- match the amount that you take in with the amount that you're putting out in exercise. That doesn't mean that you have to run a marathon or uh, 5K, (laughs) but at least to have 30 minutes of exercise on five of seven days in the week is is the key. And when we talk about exercise, not out of breath, but feeling it, you know, Feeling it. Well, well, Dara, you know, as you're talking, I and I know I've spoken about this many times on this show, you're saying five days out of the seven. Listen, I was going great guns, you know, with the walking at the start of the year. It's definitely fallen off the radar. You're giving me an awful lot to think about here in all that you're saying in terms of all of this. Thank you so, so much for joining us. Where can people get more information? Uh, Diabetes Ireland, is that the best place for for details? Uh, Diabetes have a really good website um, and uh, the World Health Organisation but there is also a, a new website called Diabetes What's Next uh, okay. Global. Um, it's it's quite a good one. So Diabetes What Next is, is quite useful for people to get some information from. Perfect. Dara, listen, thank you so much for joining us with all that information today. Thank you, Sinead.